This Hawk Talk is brought to you by the NSU Wesley Foundation. The NSU Wesley is a Methodist campus ministry dedicated to serving the community. Every week, they serve a free lunch for NSU students, faculty, and staff from 11 to 2 on Wednesdays. This is quickly followed by Club Sammy, a program geared towards feeding those with food insecurity in the community. Finals week, students can get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 405 South Going Snake Street, Tahlequah, OK. For more information, call 918-822-1913. Hello, and welcome to the Hawk Talk TNE podcast. My name is Caleb Phelps, and Today, I am sitting down with Jamie Combs, an ASL lecturer here on campus, and Hannah Sapp, a senior from Seminole. And we're going to be talking about the ASL program here on campus. What are some of the goals that the ASL program sets to try and achieve whenever they're going through an event or trying to teach students about ASL? Our overall goal is to raise up allies for the deaf community or with the deaf community. After our students have gathered here at NSU and they've gone far, uh, they're going into professions, all different areas of service. And whatever service that is, we want them to be equipped to be accessible to the deaf community, to be deaf friendly, to be inclusive. So, you know, you look at social workers who have a working knowledge of uh, conversational ASL. They know what resources uh, are available uh, to deaf people, deaf services, how to access interpreters, when to access interpreters. I see that in education, um, working with deaf students or deaf hard of hearing students, um, law enforcement, medical field, uh, business, making sure your business is accessible to the deaf, deaf friendly. Uh, that's really our goal. Yeah. And I think as a student, like with events, it's getting just comfortable with the deaf community. We're learning sign and using that skill. But if you're just using it in the classroom, it doesn't really do a whole lot of good. So being just immersed in the deaf community through events, but also just getting the word out about the language and building confidence. And, you know, the deaf community wants people to learn sign. They want to communicate with more people. And so just having that and building confidence in sign and getting to know the deaf community. Don't, and it's totally understandable. It's like, it's just, you got to see what, figure out what you like. And we have lots of events that happen at NSU's uh, Tahlequah campus is very ASL friendly, um, very deaf friendly. Uh, each semester we have about 60 students that are taking ASL one for the first time. So you look at every year, um, NSU has 120 thereabouts, um, new ASL learners. That's a lot of yeah. people on campus that have, that have sign, um, sign skills of, of some level. So there's always somebody that you can converse with or practice with. Um, but our events, like Hannah was mentioning, uh, the first two Tuesday of every month, we have our uh, ASL coffee chat. We meet at BCM's lower level, and that's open to ASL students. Um, the deaf community here in Tahlequah comes out. Uh, typically, we have about 30 people in attendance, but that's open to anyone that just may be curious about it or maybe want to dip their toe in the water. Like, you know, my friend took ASL. I'm not sure if it's for me. Come to those events. Um, also, uh, another thing that BCM uh, hosts is an ASL Bible study, uh, and that's led by a deaf instructor. Uh, and so you have a native sign signer who's your language model. Um also, she's from a deaf family, uh, Don Kellner. She's an NSU graduate. Uh, so she leads that group and they do a lot of interesting service uh, activities. And um, I don't know if we'll be able to uh, get a chance to talk about uh, the work that we do in Malawi with uh, the deaf students there. Uh, but that is housed under that program. And I think also 
some of our goals, um, I think I experienced this more in the Talents Club, is getting organizations um, more knowledgeable about captioning or um, just making it more available for deaf students or the deaf community. And that makes it more available for, um, we kind of discussed it, like students at Oklahoma School of the Deaf, like, hey, NSU here is available for you and we have all of those resources. And so just making that more available to them as well. Yeah, I will definitely say hearing that so many students just throughout the school year take just ASL, that can honestly, same for me, like definitely help new people learning ASL, go to people they may know or have one of those students would be like, hey, I'm struggling with this part in ASL. Can you help me out? So I really think that's cool. Like they could have people that could help tutor them in ASL that took it before so they really can exceed their limits of ASL and honestly I think that's really cool especially in like these events like they could even go and learn maybe something that maybe hasn't been talked to them yet or just something that maybe could be good for whenever they're assigning to maybe people in a community they like say just moved into or just a community that maybe doesn't quite have somebody that knows sign language very well. Yeah. What are maybe some techniques or topics maybe you try and really help other students or just even like say yourselves, whenever you guys go into like a workplace or just anywhere out in a community? Other than the conversational skills that they're acquiring that, which is the bulk of what our, our coursework is, is developing that language. You can't separate language from culture. Right. And so if you're going to be learning the language of the deaf community, you need to know about their culture, their history. So those things I I try to to make sure that those are included in each class that I teach um, so that they're able to um, communicate effectively and relate to the deaf community. Um, One of the courses in our minor program is the ASL um, community and careers class. And that one, and Hannah can speak to, she just completed that, yeah. that course last semester. Um, what, what I try to do is to get students, you know, what, what is your goal with, a, with learning ASL? Um, how do you want to incorporate that into your profession? Or do you have a special interest area that you, you want to use this in? And I help them make professional contacts so that they can see how to apply what they're learning to, to their profession. Jamie does a great job in the way of, you know, learning sign conversationally, not just okay, let's learn the signs for all the fruits and all the animals. Like, no, it's conversational and that's what's needed. But she also works with different people. Like and there's another student, a friend of mine who works at a bank and encountered a deaf woman. And so Jamie sat down and said, okay, let's learn all the finance signs so that you can better conversate with her. And so we do cover those categories very well to reach all the different workplaces. Um, I'll be in the healthcare field. And so I know that I could sit with Jamie and be like, okay, what are you know, medical science that I can do, you know? And so um, Jamie's more than willing to talk about those things, but that's very, very helpful. I wanted to speak to that conversational uh, environment that we have in the classroom too. Uh, Last spring, we were fortunate to receive uh, a grant from the President's Ambassador Network to set up a conversational uh, learning space. So our classroom looks very different than most classrooms on campus. Um, ASL is, you know, obviously a visual language. So sitting behind desks in rows is not an effective way to communicate because you can't see those around you. So I always joke that my classroom is set up in a square circle, uh, but it is. uh, We have four couches in our classroom. 
classroom and then some other comfortable chairs as well. Everyone can see everyone. Uh, we can all see each other and um, communicate in, in a conversational way yeah. that's comfortable. Our theme is the um, coffee shop on Friends. So we actually even have coffee available uh, to make it to make it, you know, real life application. When you're conversing with deaf people, you're typically not standing in front of a room and lecturing. Uh, you're having real real conversations and relating with people. So we, we incorporate that uh, into our classroom environment. And I've noticed that uh, since we've established that that setup, um, when our students uh, transfer those skills to events like the coffee chat or different ASL, uh, deaf community events that they attend, they're able to communicate so much more effectively because they're comfortable with converse- conversation yeah. because that's how, how they've practiced, how they've learned and how they've acquired language. That's a major thing, like especially any language. Our program kind of um, has unofficial cohorts that the students go through classes. So everyone takes ASL one together, then they take two and three and four, and they work their way through that. And I, I really wanted to brag on Hannah's class, uh, her little cohort that she has going there, go getters, and they're very active in the deaf community, attending events and uh, different conferences and activities and things. And I, if Hannah would like to, to share a couple of the things that she participated in, it's been amazing for me as an instructor to hear, you know, like, hey, I went rock climbing uh, with, with the Oklahoma Deaf uh, Outdoor Enthusiast this weekend, and I see these tremendous leaps in her sign skills. Uh, so me and a friend, her name's Savannah Wade, we did go to a conference over the weekend, Falls Creek in Davis, Oklahoma, for the deaf. And wow, being just completely immersed in the deaf community changes things a lot. You learn like slang for sign language, um, <laughs> which you don't learn in the classroom. You know, it's it's conversational. It's um, They're more flowy with it. And um, we did go rock climbing with a group of deaf students. And that was amazing. And we came back and we didn't without Jamie. And that was a big thing for both of us to step out in that. Um, but we've been confident enough. And like I said, all deaf people are happy to know that you're learning sign. They're patient and just excited for you. So they're willing to help and they don't get annoyed if you don't know a sign. And so I also want to say like, yes, everyone needs a foreign language requirement. Um, Obviously, I'm going to support ASL1. Please take it. It's great. It's so much fun. Uh, But also, if you can't make it your minor, I totally understand that. But just ASL1 gets you so far. And again, like in the workplace, it's it's common. A lot of people aren't aware of how many deaf people there are um, in the world and even in this area of Tahlequah. And so basic fingerspelling, introducing yourself, that can get you far um, in interacting with them. To that piece as, as ASL1, if you can only take ASL1, you do. You learn so much. Yeah. I, I always joke that my students at the end of the semester when we're at our final, I always say, you know, when I first met you, you didn't even know your name, right? <laughs> and so part of our final, uh, we have they have the written port- portion uh, testing their receptive skills. Uh, but the other part of their final is a social immersion experience where we all go out to a restaurant together and eat. Uh, but we do that in, in a completely immersive ASL um experience and approach to that. And uh, it's it's just amazing to see, like, literally, they didn't know how to say their names a few months ago. And now they're talking about their plans for winter break or their yeah. plans for the summer, what their major's doing, how finals week's going, having real conversations. And then just each class, uh, ASL two, three, and four from there just continue to build on that. Yeah. And even that social immersion as a final, that gets you insight into what the deaf community goes through and going to a public place to where most people don't no sign. And so 
after rock climbing, me and my friend Savannah went out to eat with that deaf group. And that's, we were familiar um, a little bit because of our finals with that. Um, when you first meet a deaf person, they realize that, you know, sign, they just, it's just like a light up because they're like, oh, I don't, I don't have to work on reading lips. I don't have to, you know, like, this is our language. We can just yeah, talk. This <laughs> is just so fun. I mean, that's it the is. thing. It's visual. It's descriptive. It's spatial. You get into it, you know, yeah. and I know you can do that in other languages, but it's, it's different. And <laughs> lip reading or speech reading, uh, only 30% of words are visible on the mouth. So the other 70% is guessing, using context clues. So it's not an effective way uh, to communicate, especially if you're doing any type of important business that you're trying to take care of. Another thing that I, I wanted to point out too, uh, when you talked about, um, language just a minute ago and how it make making you a better person. I, I believe it makes you a smarter person yeah. because you look at spoken languages and they're linear. Uh, you look at English and you have a word and you add a word, and you add a word and it's just a line. But, uh, ASL is visual and spatial and it's doing different things in your brain uh, that really help you grow. I find that students that are visual learners excel in class, but I also find people that aren't visual learners. It helps them hone that skill and makes them better, uh, better at, at visualization. So um, the visual part has a lot of cinematic features. So you can do slow motion and close ups yes. and all different kinds of cool <laughs> things right. uh, when you're when you're telling stories. Yeah. So. yeah. And like my deaf culture book was talking about, you know, someone can sign to someone across a football field and be communicating, you know, like no other language. Can you do that? You know? <laughs> so it's just, it's and really cool. Water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through windows. <laughs> yeah. Me and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, me and Savannah will be in a crowd and see each other across the room and just sign to each other. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Sounds like really cool experience. So I want to, uh, I put this in there just to see. So what would you say is like your favorite AS, like, memory uh, doing ASL or like ASL memory that you have while taking ASL that you're just like, this is something I'm going to, that's going to stick with me. Even when I go into the workplace after college, like this is going to be like my favorite memory while I was taking the ASL program. So for me as an instructor uh, in, in Hannah's class, they're go-getters. They have the best attitude, the little cohort that she's in. Uh, they are just so active and so involved uh, in the community. But um, my big standout I, is, is the story. It's been several years ago, but there were these four guys that took my class, twin brothers and their best friends. And they were, I mean, they came in with this attitude of, we're going to learn ASL. This is going to be cool. This is going to be fun. And their attitude was just absolutely contagious in the whole class. Just, I mean, he, they just hyped everybody up and I mean, every game we played, we played it, we played it hard. And I mean, they would just challenge each other and encourage each other. And that class, I mean, that having that attitude of like, this is what we're here for. This is what we're going to learn. Um, they had so much fun with it. Um, that that class, uh, it was ASL1. They completed all of the ASL1 con ASL1 content and almost half of the ASL2 content because they were just they were just getting after it. They just wanted to learn so much and they were having so much fun and it created this um, this culture in the classroom that was like, let's hit it, let's go every, every day. And it was it was a joy to teach them. Uh, but but um, what, what came from that is those four guys, um, 
the next semester to their girlfriends, who are now their wives, took the class. And then one of the guys, his sister completed our minor in ASL studies. And his sisters-in-law, the three of them, completed uh, ASL 1 and 2. <laughs> so you see this group of 10 people <laughs> yeah. that are, you know, close friends and family, and they're all able to sign. Yeah. Uh, a, a few years ago, they took a trip to Scotland and sent me a picture. They had visited uh, a museum there, and one of the videos in the museum had a screen and screen with somebody signing uh, British Sign Language. And they sent that to me, and I just it warmed my heart. I'm like, yeah, it's still in your heart. Yeah. You still you still get it. You still have have that passion for it. So yeah. that's that's one of the things. But but my point with all of that is just really that attitude of going in to the classroom and not just checking the box, but thinking like this is this is an opportunity to learn something really cool and really beneficial. Man, I have so many good memories. I'm just so excited because I know that I'll get to keep the language and and use it because like I said, I'm going into healthcare. So like helping even um, patients who aren't deaf, but nonverbal, like learning signs and things like that. Um, But like I said, it's a lot of fun. So my most memorable is just, just deaf community events, like that rock climbing, that conference. I can recall that so much and be like, that's where that's where I learned the most. That's where I really got into it. Um, also, like a couple other things is like three years ago, I knew I knew the alphabet inside. <laughs> that was it. Um, now I can have a full conversation with someone. And last summer I worked at a church in Oklahoma City and there was a deaf mom um, going to the church and I got to sit and have breakfast with her and her sister-in-law. Like that was that was so fun. Um, but also something that I constantly forget about um until someone else mentions it is the miss nsu competition i totally forgot (laughs) about that um but that was something so far out of my comfort zone but um just through dawn and through jamie and just um all of the classes the advocacy that the deaf community needed like that's what got me out there and so performing and signing a song in front of you know nsu students in front of president turner like that was a huge thing um, for me um, just to grow in confidence about it, but also to be more of an advocate for the deaf community. So I think that was definitely memorable as well. Thank you both for being able to be here and talk about the awesome ASL program we have here on campus. And honestly, I'm excited to see like what uh, events are upcoming this semester and uh, really try and get some people interested in uh, knowing more about those. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And if, if anybody listening is interested or curious about our program, um, just, you know, look me up, Combs at NSU, right? And I'm over in the Idea Lab Special Services. My office is 104. And then if you'd like to check out our um, immersive classroom, that's room 111. Uh, also, those coffee chats, come by, dip yeah. your toe in the water, see what it's about. We'll be there. We're nice. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hot Talk podcast to find Find us at nsunews.com, Spotify, or follow our social media pages at TNE News for the latest NSU news. The NSU Playhouse invites you to a night of laughter and fun with five women wearing the same dress. The show, written by Alan Ball and directed by NSU's own Dr. Robin Pursley, revolves around five bridesmaids avoiding the bride who they all secretly dislike. Starring both current students and alum, the show will take place at 7.30 p.m. on April 10th through the 13th at the NSU Playhouse located in downtown Tahlequah.
The show will also be the fourth Golden Llama competition presented by NSU Drama. Student organizations with the most members in attendance of the show will win the Golden Llama Trophy. Who will be the student organization with the most members in attendance? Purchase tickets for the show at nsuplayhouse.ludus.com. That's nsuplayhouse.ludus.com.